The Holy Woman Podcast is for the woman who is committed to living spiritually, emotionally, and physically balanced, healthy, and fit. She is being her best, doing her best, and looking her best. The Holy Woman is the new Wonder Woman. This podcast is a place for you to be selfish, to completely immerse yourself in the information and encouragement to be your best. We will discuss topics of spirituality, emotional wellness, fitness, beauty, style, and prosperity. This podcast is all about you. Hello, this is Tony Restrepo and I am a holy woman. I am always so excited to have this opportunity to talk with my sisters on topics that I know are near and dear to my heart. And I woke up this morning just really concerned about your well-being with all that has been going on within our nation and around the world. We just you know, was dealing with a pandemic. We're still dealing with the pandemic and all of the aftermath of that. Some of us, some of us, some of you have lost family members. You know, some of you have lost your jobs. Some of you are really dealing with um, just some really setbacks because of the whole pandemic. And no sooner than we are trying to get our footing with this whole situation here comes this police brutality situation just reminding of reminding us of the the racism and the un, the 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 lack of justice and equality that we have as African Americans and with George Floyd and so it's been a lot emotionally for all of us um and I really, really just want to encourage you today in making sure that you are taking care of yourself. How do we maintain our well-being in the midst of so many challenges? And one of the tactics of the enemy is to bombard you with things that will tear you down spiritually emotionally and physically. That's what oppression is. Just the enemy coming, 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 compounding, compounding one thing after the other. And so one way that we are to really focus on being well and staying well in order to overcome the things that the enemy is doing is we have to understand our battle. We have to understand the tactics of the enemy and we have to um, really approach it from a spiritual, emotional and physical place. And so, you know, scripture tells us in Ephesians 6 and 12 that we are fighting not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of darkness in heavenly places. And so that helps us to, one, get a understanding of how to fight, how to overcome the things that we are seeing 
in our, in our lives, in our families, in our communities, and in our nation, and in the world at large. If the battle is not with flesh and blood, and it is with spiritual principalities of darkness, then we cannot fight in the flesh only. We have to take the flight, fight into the spiritual realm as well. And so we really want to take the time during this time to make sure that we are going to the spirit, getting in the presence of God, because if not, we're going to begin to respond emotionally. And a lot of times when we do that, we don't make the right choices and we don't make the right decisions and we don't move in the right direction, which only makes matters worse. And so I wanted to share a scripture with you that I read that was just really a blessing and to and a reminder for us all on how to deal in these times. And it's 2 Corinthians 10. I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation, verses 3 and 4. It says, For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. And that is so good because especially when we're dealing with this situation with all of the race upheaval right now and the the police brutality, we have to understand that behind the people that we see is a spirit that energizes it. And God has given us the power and the ability to overcome the works of the devil. And we have to begin to do that and exercise those principles that God has given us, his word that he has given us. In Matthew 5 and 4, he admonishes us to pray for our enemies those that persecute us and mistreat us, that we're to pray for them. And, you know, a lot of times with, with anger and with all that, the emotions that are going on, you know, that's the last thing that we're thinking about, you know, praying for them. You know, we want justice. We want this thing to change. Enough is enough. And I am in total agreement with that. But even when the laws change, One thing that I know about evil is that it resides in the heart of man. And in order for a heart to change, it requires the spirit of God to move upon it. And that happens through someone praying and interceding on their behalf. And so people break the laws all the time. This man had, um, you know, was put in prison for, for George Floyd's death because he, he did break the law. Now we're praying and believing God that they will see justice through and give him the right sentencing that he deserves for that, for that action. But the truth of the matter is he still did what he did out of the evil in his heart. And that's what we have to begin to pray against the spirit that is behind the motives and behind the actions of the people that are inflicting this pain on other people. You know, behind racism is hurt, is hatred, is jealousy, is fear. 
and it's inferiority that they project on other people. And those are spiritual beings, that's spiritual demonic influences. And so we have the power by the power of God to really come against those in the spiritual realm in prayer as we are protesting, as we are doing what we need to do to make sure that our government officials make the changes that need to be made for this to no longer be. We have to be in the spirit interceding and praying as well. And so, you know, the, t- the reason for me really having this conversation with you today is to really take the, bring the focus back on you during this time and your well-being, right? How are you monitoring your well-being and the information and the things that are going on during this time? It is so important that you really do take into account how much of the negativity you are taking in how much of it you're watching, how much of it you're meditating on, because negative information produces negative emotions and thoughts that produce negative chemicals within the body because we were not created to think that way. And it begins to produce sickness and disease in the body. And so we don't want to overdose on it, right? We do need to be informed. We do need to know what's going on, but we also have to do it in balance, understanding that too much of it is not good for us. You know, yesterday I had a a college friend send me a video of police brutality and it was against a white man this time. And I'm telling you, after I watched it, I broke down and bawled so badly because it just shook me to my being to see what they did to this man for no reason. And I, and for me, I know that emotionally watching those type of things and engaging in that way is just not good for me. It brings me to a place that is just like I said, just not good. And so I know that I have to monitor my intake with certain things and try to stay abreast in balance. And so I would encourage you to do the same thing, especially if you're noticing that you're really having a lot of negative emotion and responses to it. I don't know how anyone could not. It's just so despicable to see some of the things that we're seeing. And so I encourage you to monitor your intake intake of that for your own well-being. I also encourage you to really employ the word and the principles of God during this time. Do not negate them. They are truly the weapons of our warfare that are mighty in God to the casting down of these strongholds, these mindset, these attitudes that generational long that have been for generations and generations. We have to begin to understand that God's principles is a effective way of getting long-term and lasting results. So please, you know, begin to seek God's word and his principles to how to respond and the things that we need to do in this time through prayer, through walking in love, through pursuing peace. These things are God's ways of really beginning to overcome the evil that we're seeing in this world at this time. I want to encourage you to take time in the midst of all that's going on to do some things that you love to do. You know, take a bath if that's what you love to do. Read some books, you know, pamper yourself, go for a walk, do things that bring you enjoyment 
be mindful to do that. It's, it is so essential to your health that you create some balance during times of challenge like this. Of course, we need to exercise. Exercise is so good for relieving stress and really um, releasing those endorphins that will bring you joy and bring you energy and bring you um, good feelings. Um, so it's so important that you exercise during these times and please eat well. Make sure that you're not emotionally eating, but you're eating foods that are good for you. Uh, healthy foods, lots of vegetables, lots of green leafy vegetables during this time. Fresh fruit, you know, try to remove the, the processed foods. Why? Because a lot of our emotional well-being is tied to our diet. And so you want to be able to mentally nourish yourself, emotionally nourish yourself, physically nourish yourself during hot times of high stress. And proper diet gives us the vitamins that we need to do that. So make sure that you are eating well during this time. We're also in our ministry focusing this time not all, not so much on all the negative things that are being publicized, but we're focusing this time as a time of healing for our community. June is Men Health Month, and we've decided that we're going to really focus on helping our men to heal during this month, especially our men of color, and begin to build them up spiritually, emotionally, and physically so that they can really overcome the years and years of oppression that has been put upon them. We cannot allow these times to push us into a place of fear and panic. We have to begin to not speak the narratives that have been spoken over them for generations and generations, but we have to speak the truth over their lives. The Bible says, that life and death is in the power of our tongue and we will eat the fruit thereof. So therefore we have to begin to speak life over our men. We cannot be, we cannot call them endangered species. We cannot begin to speak the lies of the enemy over their lives. We have to begin to speak that they shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We have to begin to speak that they will not be abused. We have to begin to plead the blood of Jesus over their lives and pray earnestly for them, you know, and really begin to speak positive about them. Um, and help them to know that we are there supporting them. We are there praying for them, that we love them and that we know who they really are, that they are royalty. And so we just, I just encourage you um, as women of God to begin to focus on building up our men of God, our sons, our husbands, our uncles, our fathers, our nephews, our neighbors, you know, and really begin to um, Create the healing that we need and pray for the racists, please, because they are bound. You know, racism is really not a, a people of color issue. Racism, racism is the issue of the communities that inflict it. <laughs> and so we want to pray for their deliverance. We want to pray for their freedom because they need it. They are bound. And so, you know, we having knowledge of the word of God, we have to do what is right in the, in the realm of the spirit. So I encourage you to do that where that is concerned. I am praying for you. I am believing God for you. 
And I just want us to remember to stay balanced in our in how we approach everything that comes our way, that we are mindful that we are three dimensional beings and that we approach it spiritually, emotionally and physically. I love you so. I will continue to pray for you. And remember, the holy woman is the new Wonder Woman. We'll talk again soon.